What's up, Dip Nation? My name is Dave. Welcome to the Too Much Dip Podcast, a washed media podcast. Joining me today in studio, as always, it's Dylan Shivery. Ooh, first intro. Wasn't expecting it, kind of love it. Glad to be here. You're literally on the pod, you're a co-host. Yeah, original member. we have this guy here. Usually, oh, surprise guest. Surprise usually guest. mash that Brett card first. Okay. but Not a surprise guest anymore. That's okay. Yeah. Brett's um, here too. Very pleased to be here, however. It's Texas what? Tech Week. Ooh. Or, or something. Ah. <laughs> KJ's not as excited. KJ, KJ, live from Madison. Hitting you with a, eh. Live from the Lightroom. We all know it's Skillet Week here in Texas, although I'm not here, there, whatever. But uh, yeah, when those two teams get together. You can throw all those other state schools out the out the window. Ooh, have you been to a, a Madison tailgate yet, KJ? November third. Ooh, unofficial, too much dip, unauthorized meetup. I will be at the Maryland Wisconsin game. Um, will be my first uh, Badger tailgate. Maybe Chimmy's up there. <laughs> no, no chimmies. Dave and I will be at Chimmy uh, well, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be uh, yeah with ninety three seven the Sports Tiger. Dylan and I are gonna be live at Chili's and Chimmies as well. Both Two different places. Yeah, they both booked us. They both booked us, and we're, we'll be representing the sports fan animal as live, well. Live from Lubbock, West. Oh, uh, you know, there are worse places to be. Are y'all actually going to be in Lubbock? No, no. <laughs> be cool if we were. Nah. I would. I would. That's a fun. No, it uh, wouldn't. Atmosphere. If Lubbock was thirty minutes away, maybe. If somebody would have taken us up on our offer to pay for our room, board, and travel expenses, mm -hmm. and give us suite tickets, then we would have been there. But nobody did because Tech Nation just doesn't show out for us. I yeah. guess our. Oh, I guess our tech listeners aren't big ballers, little ballers, and that's yeah. fine. So are we? Okay. You know, I, I I would say, even with all those things on the line, I, mm, mm, I don't know. <laughs> what if you had to do like a live podcast in like some uncomfortable frat house situation or sorority house? Like, just go do a side show because somebody to, like, was paying us satisfy like the deal eleven mm hundred dollars to do it. Yeah, just exactly. Some, <laughs> some bottom tier. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have Booking to see. too much dope. I would. I wouldn't even do a mid tier. I'm only going top tier. Yeah. Mm. Is it uh, hoboob season in Lubbock? I feel like that's spring, but I could be wrong about that. Spring tends to be very windy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna say spring. Yeah, okay. probably spring. Okay. And speaking of spring, hoboob is of course. I mean, I know, but for the people who probably don't know, that of course right. is a uh, a dust storm equivalent. Right. Right. You get the big clouds that roll through and. It's pretty blinding for a couple minutes. Never, right. uh, never have experienced one in the last twenty years. It's real fun when the uh, dirt and dust mixes with the rain mm -hmm. and the high mm -hmm. winds, and it comes in sideways and just mud clumps all over your window. Yeah, that's, it looks like you went mudding. This voice, it's Brett Merriman of Cold Stove fame. The Cold Stove Podcast Season Two, also Malin and Malin, but Cold Stove uh, Season Two. A hockey breaking news and notes and rumors and speculation podcast by myself and NRD, NHL Rumors Daily, of Twitter fam. The Twitter guy. Twitter guy, yeah. Or gal, we don't know. It's, it's a guy. Very true. It's, yeah. You, well, can, you can hear his voice. Hear his voice. It's, yeah. Sorry. Manly. NRD, good dude. I had lunch with him in parts unknown. Oh, oh, oh. Did he cover his face? No. Good dude. Great guy. 
And I just want to announce season two, if you're a sports fan, maybe maybe um, you're not necessarily an NHL fan. Good year to get in, into it. I swear. Are my Golden Knights looking? Well, they're there. Sounds they're good. they're playing. They're, they're still here. a team. They're still they're still a team. What about my boy Ike? The well, Ikester. the the Ike man. I'll tell you what. Not doing the Ike man. So he uh, for the first time since he's been in Vegas history. since they had uh, huge injury issues last year. You know this, right? of course. That's, um, that's the only reason they were down. We went right. to a game, remember? Yes, famously. Um, so Ike is not going to have to do it himself this year. He's got his boys back. He's got the Stone Man back. Stone for Man. Jack Stone of Bachelorette fame. No, We're different, different stone. Shit. But uh, I'll tell you what. Golden Knights, look for a bounce back here. Let's fucking you can rock. throw all the records out the window when the Golden Knights play this shit. Are they going to be buzzing? You can also, Brett, throw the rundown out the window when Dylan's involved because we weren't supposed to do this yet, but we're, we're just running with it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tank it. But Brett's here to talk cold stove. Brett, how are the Golden Knights looking? Well, yeah, Dave, they're 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 still there. Uh, you got Eitel, you got you got uh, the Stone Man back. Yeah, the goaltending is is Stone Man cometh. Goaltending's up in the air, Dylan. I'm gonna you're gonna have to win game six four. You know that kind of hockey. Uh, you know, I feel like goalies are just a dime a dozen in the NHL. Wow, Get okay, to the, not much difference in them. Get to the main event. Tell me about you KJ and I Dallas Stars. You stand there and block the puck. That's that's famously what goalies do. That's all you got to do. Listen, the Stars' new coach. Just cover that five Pete hole. DeBoer, yeah, we got it. Dave, you, Niagara guy. You're familiar. Pete DeBoer, yeah. You're familiar with Western New York, right? Right, right, yeah. Um, and I'll listen, when you have Rupe, you have Robertson, yeah, oh and you yeah. have Pavs J-Rob, on the line. All the Pavs. boys. All the boys. Pavs coming back. My, He's literally my age. Maybe uh, even a little younger. He's 38. Fuck yeah. My age so, uh, younger than Dylan. See, what the stars do that not a lot of the teams do is they have a bunch of guys who are like 38, though. That's smart. Right. So they've had a great and year. And they pay he them. Did. They pay he them did. a lot. Yeah, they have a lot of guys that are super old. And they even have guys who are super old that aren't even on the team anymore. How old's Marchman? Uh, Mason Marchman is Their big offseason acquisition. 27th. Coming off his best year. That's a great signing. Great signing, Dave. Really so opens listen, us up at the forward position, KJ. You, the the Stars' biggest problem over the last couple of years, <laughs> Stars' biggest problem has been secondary scoring. You're familiar with this. They have a great line. Robertson puts the puck in the net. Sagan, he's hot and cold, but he usually puts the puck in the net. Got to be now, careful with great they, lines around Dylan. Right. I don't know what that means. <laughs> now he doesn't play much hockey is what I'm saying. At least two scoring lines. I'm just going to get – I'll throw that out there, Dave. And obviously, yeah, Miro, Mesa, mm. Yanni – what about Segs and Ben? They're there too. They're there. <laughs> and, oh, I and, love both those guys. But. Potentially, Jay Godinger, number five on the uh, on the Vesna Trophy watch list right now, coming off a hot. That's series a made-up name, Calgary. What's that, KJ? Vesna Trophy is a made-up name. I feel like hockey comes up with some random-ass trophy to like. <laughs> it's like the same celebrate thing as every season. They're just named after old white dudes that played seventy years ago. Okay, it's meaning this one is for what? Best goaltender for the first fourth of the season? Like, what is, <laughs> what's the Vesna trophy? No, he's just goal, best goalie for the, for the full year. And then the okay. heart is the MVP of the whole year, the Maurice Rocket Richard trophy. Um, <laughs> the what? <laughs> well, he was the Rocket, KJ. The original Rocket. He was the original Red Rocket before that term was co-opted by dogs. And then now it's the 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 term <laughs> for the dicks. people, the person who scores the most goals in the season. They're on their dicks. Okay, yeah, then what the hell is the ellipsis? Red dude. Rocket. 
The Norris, famously, they're the best defenseman of the year. So You haven't even gotten to the Calder Cup, which I feel like I learned 18 months ago. Well, that's just what the Texas Stars are going for. That's the AHL Championship. I'm glad that came up. Calder, wait, wait. What's the like MVP one then? The Hart. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know that, man. The Celtie is the best <laughs> player in the playoffs. Brett, just up the road, we've got the Texas Stars. Cedar, Cedar Park. Park. Yeah, I Tell drive me by it a lot. Who would, who are some of the young guns we could go up there and watch? This oh, you're not looking spawn. at Riley, Riley Damiani, okay. Ty Delandrea. He's actually gotten a couple games in the show. Mm-hmm. You got a couple guys. I mean, Will Butcher, former uh, the Butch Butch man, Buffalo Saber. He's not really one you want to look at, but yeah, he's there. Uh, though. It's good to know. Leon Bixell, their draft pick from I believe it was this year. I don't know if he'll play this year yet. He's probably still against well, some season. Well, it's the big sell. Sure. <laughs> But, I mean, you're, you're going to have guys, if they don't make the team in Dallas, you got a couple fun guys to watch. Mav Bork, Wyatt Johnston. Mav Bork, great name. Mav Bork, great name. Logan Stankoven. Did you see P.K. Subban retired? I did. So did Zdeno Chara. Two what a cuck. What? I'm just trying to <laughs> – you could have done it. You're cutting This guy, before the part. show, I'm like, hey, I had one hockey note. I got one thing. Okay. This guy's like, hey, did you hear about this P.K. Subban guy? Listen, I just what, what's he famous for, uh, KJ? Like anything in spe- in particular that he's done in uh, recent years? Um, donating enough to have a children's music, uh, children's hospital named after him. Being like an above average analyst for pre games on N- NHL Network. Uh, having a brother that was called some names last season and banging Lindsey Vaughn after Tiger. Quite okay. <laughs> some people have said that PK Subban is. was peak. Uh, when the Lindsey Vaughn uh, pictures have surfaced. Oh, well, don't look those up. Yeah. It's improper. Don't do it. Right. Tigers in there, too. Illegal. Yeah, they're saying there's a little tiger, there's a little PK Is this there a, as well. a fappening situation? I believe this is that's what it was. But it's, yeah. it's fappening adjacent. Who came up with that name, the fappening? Not me. Grow was, up. That was a, uh, I remember that day specifically. 2014. Oh, wow. Yeah, you remember it well, huh? No, I just I remember it like that mm-hmm. was a, a a very online. If you were online, you remember that moment. Randy, what's like the uh, anime equivalent for the fappening? <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> Your mic's off. He could. He's got nothing. He's shaking it off. Zdeno Chara also retired. Big big Z, Boston Bruins guy, Washington Capitals, and then New York Islanders. Two two legendary defensemen, Dylan. That the NHL is going to miss. It's too bad, man. It's the you biggest storyline. Hook up with like Peekaboo Street or something. Uh, another. Sorry, I'm still on the. I'm still on the skiing. We're thing. doing Olympic people. Yeah. Peekaboo. Did you hear Dave's question? Biggest storyline going into the season. How freaking good the Buffalo Sabers are going to be? I mean, it's That's it why is we're doing this. It is Buffalo, New York. It's it's Vegas. Uh, it's their year. Vegas. Well, listen, Stone Nathan Man. McKinnon, famous Colorado Avalanche hockey player, just signed. The biggest NHL contract in history, Dave. Eight years. Okay. 12.6 per. That is that is what hockey players at the uh at the peak get paid, unfortunately. So that's uh as somebody pointed out, I believe that's like um uh, Jerry Stack. JaVel McGee money. money. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> JaVel McGee money. Kind of sad. That is sad. How much of that's guaranteed? hundred uh, percent of it. Okay. You're all guaranteed contracts, but uh, 
they don't they, they don't make the whole whole bunch in the old NHL. Sure. But um big story. They don't play for money. They play for the uh the Con name on the Smythe. front of their jersey, not the name on the back. And the Calder KJ. Oh, Con Smythe is the NHL MVP, or the playoff MVP. I, I I said the Celtics. Celtics best defensive forward. Tougher scene, Brett or Dave. Who knows? Probably me. Tough. Anyway, I just want to say exciting things happening this year in hockey. If you have ESPN Plus, Dylan, I think, is getting there with it. I just canceled it because I realized it, 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 they don't have the Longhorn Network. Okay. I had it for about 16 hours. Okay. Um, if you have ESPN Time Plus, out. you can watch any out what, of market. What, KJ? Say what you got to say, man. You should have it like attached to your Disney Plus subscription, like a real you know, human being slash father. Like a real guy. I had to subscribe to it, man. And then I was like, yeah, oh, well, wait, you I have can, Disney Plus watch, probably, right? I was like, I still can't watch Texas games. So I canceled it and uh, I had to sign up for uh, what's that? Uh, Sling. You hear Sling about this? Sling. Oh, my God. I didn't know you went all the way to Sling. I had to, dog. Uh, we're going to cancel that, too. Didn't Sling used to be Slingbox? Like, Slingbox was a thing. And then they changed the name because, okay. But it was, it was a different kind of service, though. Just like, like mirrored your TV or something and send it to a device, a remote device. Okay. Yeah. All I'm saying is if you, if you have ESPN Plus, you get all out-of-market games. Big season for Will's Detroit Red Wings. Big season for Randy's Chicago Blackhawks to be the worst team in the NHL. Good for you, Randy. And big season for uh, KJ if you want to get up to a Milwaukee Admirals game. I mean, uh, I was in Milwaukee this weekend. I saw no professional hockey teams, much like Dylan. I will pay attention when they get us a real team. Oh, okay. I don't need Blackhawks. Got enough. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> wow. But yeah. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Listen to Cold Stove Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Cold Stove Pod, on Instagram at Cold Stove Pod. Shout out to intern Kelly, big hockey fan, wearing the worst hat I've ever seen yesterday. Wow. She's got she's got some good hats. I mean, I like just stepping all over my my dead body. Really, just hat. and just subtle about it. Just sits down and waits for somebody to notice. Yeah, he was in the crease. Wait, I didn't see. I didn't see the hat. Was it a Kim Pagula hat? Like, no, she's still hat? sick, so I can't go at her right now. Um, oh, but she was wearing a Dallas fair. Stars Stanley Cup champion. Literally, it, it had the Buffalo Sabres logo on it. The old goat head logo. Terrible it's, logo. Yeah, it's not great. It's not terrible. They're bringing that back for twelve games this year. Shouldn't, but okay. I get it. Well, got to relive the glory years of the Stanley Cup. It was, it was basically Cup. like Dallas Stars better than the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. 20 or 1999. She got your ass. She did. I was like, oh, that's fucking <laughs> thanks for that. Brett, thank you. Thank you, guys. Always fun having uh, you. On. By the way, before I go, Ole Miss, the Rebels. Huh? I tweet I, I texted you guys this. I said, I think they're on might be really good watch. Okay. So I just want to issue that that watch right now. Could could become a warning. We'll see about it. In the next couple of weeks. If they beat Kentucky October 1st, it's on. You know, Texas is famously moving to the SEC in a couple of years. I know. They'll be in the SEC West, and so that'll be a fun fun time, Yeah, I would imagine. Hey, you're all right, Brett. Thanks, care, guys. I don't care what they say about Love you. Love talking sports. Go yeah. Bills. Look like a juggernaut. So. Yeah, they're very good at football. Yeah. Look good. Who goes further, Bills or uh, Sabes? Bills. Yeah. Sabes make right. the playoffs. Bills win the Super Bowl. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you, Brett. That's Brett Merriman, ladies and gentlemen. Round of applause. Very cool. I'm not going to clap. We need that button. We don't have that clap. button. I'm not going to clap. We should. Hey, by the way, we do Thursday night live streams, 630 Central. 
YouTube.com slash too much dip. That's YouTube.com slash too much dip. Check it out. Pick games. We got some serious big dogs lined up. The next three weeks, if That's it goes fun. to plan, it's going to be a fun time. Not that we haven't had big dogs before, but wow, we're we're some serious. We're, big we're dogs. having people on that we have not had on before. Sheesh. We love DJ. We love Pete. Yeah, they're fantastic. Some of us don't love picking games. Me mainly because I'm really really <laughs> bad at it, which is a good segue into the too much dip bet payoff. How did I? I have no idea how I did. I got to look. You that didn't up. do great, but I don't think you did as bad as me. Um. Very cool. We've got uh, we did a prompt on Instagram. It said, "What should the bet payoff be for a loser, last place?" And uh, your responses may surprise you, uh, Randy, if you may. Yeah, you guys came up with some good ones, and I'll just get off the top. Let me just say, I don't think we're anyone is going to enlist in the military. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that, but I just don't think it's any of us are really in. Um, it's a major commitment. Yeah. You know, life altering. Are, are well, we even eligible? Are any of us? I thought there was like an age limit too. You can enlist, I think, into your late 30s. I think they expanded it when recruiting went down after. Yeah. Um, well, we won't get into that. First one, though, <laughs> I, I did like do a raw meat experiment. That just means eat raw meat? Correct. What about sush? Can I eat sush? No. It's raw. <laughs> Me? What else we got? Oh, caddy for a round. That's that's I okay. I'm going to lose. That is not bad, and it's something that we will actually follow through on. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to throw shade at you, KJ, but we will actually do that. You know what I mean? I would love to caddy for KJ. I would too. KJ doesn't. I would love to dress as Bagger Vance and make it all suspect if we're going to post to socials or not. Um. Okay. Wait. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, so I have no idea like what the context of the movie is. I just know that uh, at best I could I could dress as uh, the guy in that '70s photo that looks real fucking dope. I don't know who it is, but he's got a lot of swag. There's black oh, the guy. great, the late, the great Lee Elders. Oh yeah. Well, no, 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 no. It, it was older? somebody catting. Was he catting for somebody? I don't think so. Oh, this guy had, like Crenshaw's caddy, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Whatever. You're going to look what cool other whatever you do. We have. Get Snow's Barbecue for the squad while wearing a dress skirt and coconut bra. I've already gotten barbecue for friends while wearing a dress, so I, I've fulfilled my lifelong obligation on that front. I'm telling you I'm going to lose this. I'm 0-2 in fantasy. I'm, I've won like three games through two weeks in this pick'em. I'm done. You're I'm toast. Cooked. I am. So this is all for me. So y'all pretty much just assume it's going to be the Dave show. So to be clear, this is punishment for last place only, right? Oh, fuck. Because I mean, last year we kind of talked about everyone who doesn't beat Gast has to pay up. Correct. Kind of like yeah, how it's just, uh, if it's we, just last place. As we learned last year, let that be a lesson for all years into the future. Um, Am I getting a little modulated on that end? It's not you. It's the uh, the lawn crew immediately outside of our window. They're Just, about. They're shooting. God, they're two the, and a half feet from Dave right now. I can feel the mulch hitting the window behind me. It's it's palpable. <laughs> I can even smell it. Allergies going crazy. Uh, um, Landry, friend of the show, Luca Dante. But, but yeah, twenty four hours in a Waffle House minus an hour per waffle with a continuous live stream. That's a classic. AKA the Waffle House Challenge. Thanks. Yeah. Reenacting a Cole Campbell video. 
Love that one. I might do that one just for fun. Getting big. <laughs> I'm dialed in, baby. It's very niche. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the sound of this leap blower doesn't come through as loudly you know, to our listeners as it does for us. Uh, this one says ACT test. I don't hate that. Oh, I, I hate that, which that's, I guess makes it good. That's but. good. You think you could get above 20? I don't even know the scoring system. I never took the ACT. Oh, you did? I was just an SAT boy. I did both. What'd you get? Like a 14? I think I got a 28. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. You don't have to lie to us, dog. Astat, no welching, cough, cough, Dylan. I don't know what that means. Who said that? Uh, I won't say his name. I don't right. want to dox him. But was that a typo? Did he mean to write F? Was it no felching or was it welching? <laughs> no. Do people? No, I, I think it's. No. I don't know what people do. Oh, okay. Do, do the NFL Combine on Insta Live. <laughs> Watch Dave not be able to rep two twenty five. That that's a fun one. <laughs> If I can get permission to do single plate instead of two plates, well, we just want to watch me hit maybe one if I'm lucky. During the Grand X Combine, we did 135 as opposed to 225, as we are not NFL prospects. And I got 31 reps, not to brag. Pretty good. I got 24, I think. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. It's almost my body weight. Sure. It's pretty good. Sure you did. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think we would do reduced weight for that. Uh, just because it wouldn't be entertaining if it's like single digit numbers. Just watch or, Dave cave yeah. his chest in. I see somebody proposed <laughs> a 100 milligram edible. That's too no. many milligrams. I do 10 and I'm, I'm just on the floor. <laughs> I only fuck with 2.5. Shout out early bird. Yeah. Attend a Texas A&M home football game dressed as a yell leader. Kind of love that. Kind of love that. <laughs> that's, that's a tough scene. But then you have to like is it, Am I running into Michael Bud Light's ultimate tailgater? a and so weird. Would they consider that stolen valor if you if you do that? They'd probably draw their swords on me. They'd probably, <laughs> they'd probably kill you. Yeah, I feel, I feel like the embarrassment is like not even worth the risk of uh, having to fight there. It would be more embarrassing to dress like that anywhere else on the planet. <laughs> I would agree. Eat 15 early birds before a pod. Okay, again, that's, that's way too gosh. many. One chip challenge. Is that the really spicy chip? What makes the chip so spicy? Yep. Ghost pepper? Habanero? Reaper. Carolina Reaper, I believe. Callie, intern Callie said she did it. And she said it was definitely not worth it. She said it was awful. She said it ruined her day. Is this a, yeah. you put a pepper on the chip or the chip already comes super hot? And where do you buy these chips? I don't know if the chip does that, but the chip's already very spicy. Thank you, David. I I'm I'm not opposed to food challenge. I know some of us are divertic challenged, but uh, wow. you know, I, I I just I ain't scared of the one chip challenge. I guess. Okay, we're gonna decide on this. There's a bunch of good ones. Uh, walk from Austin to Dallas till you find KJ's truck nuts. <laughs> it doesn't seem safe or practical. It's probably gone, <laughs> right? Oh, there's a funny one. RT they, RT all the porn Doc Rivers liked. I just re retweet porn onto the TO. So that was real? Oh, yeah. Oh, why don't y'all leave Doc alone? <laughs> Caught him slipping, Doc. <laughs> was, uh, was it ironic? Like, was there any docking videos? That mm. I don't know. That joke was probably made. A little late to the punch here. That's fine. We'll let you know.
Do you have any personal faves, KJ? I feel like the combine is great, especially because the time that we wrap up dip picks, it's right after the Super Bowl, obviously, and that's not far out from the combine. You know, we have combine about six weeks after that. You know, you got to imagine there's some loading phase after uh, results are handed out to get this done. Uh, so I, I don't mind that. I also think the uh, Waffle House, albeit a very familiar one, I think somebody in the past did a 7-Eleven style challenge, like with the lottery tickets. Like, I don't mind those, but I, I really also don't hate the, uh, the stream-a-thon. Uh, you know, when y'all got to go lock yourselves in the stew, just be sitting there with Call of Duty. I know. What was you? Uh, going live for, I don't know, an untold amount of time. Nothing would make Randy happier. Actually, maybe no, it's he, not an overnight. Maybe it's uh, during the workday, so we're not impeding on, uh, you know, our spousal's uh, existence. But, you know. Um, I'm kind of leaning combine because we could make a good video out of it. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think it would be we could probably find a gym on it. Maybe we've done it there. There's so there's a lot of places that train like actual athletes that would probably let us do it just to well, name drop. We do have membership at a gym already. We probably just go there. Yeah, but our gym doesn't have like a field or turf. You could do the forty somewhere else outside. Yeah, make it we work. reach out to. Uh, I don't want to reach out to UT. See if uh, their strength coach uh, would entertain us wasting somebody's time inside the bubble. <laughs> Is it still Mad Dog? <laughs> he hasn't been there for like eighteen years. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, Mad Dog. He speaking, was tight though. Speaking of Mad Dogs, Mad Underdogs. How about these guys at DraftKings. I love DraftKings. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, Dylan. Big plays, KJ, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings. Stepped up, same game, parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with bigger payouts than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. How about that? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code WASHED to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code WASHED, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See the show notes for details. That's right. Where do we start, KJ? I think we got to dive into the NFL. Um, I love going with college first as it's typically the more emotionally uh, emotionally tied in. You know what I'm saying. Whatever. NFL was nuts this week. I feel like. If you were doing anything besides fading David or myself, because I went two and seven this week too. However, one of those boy. two being my big boy stack. So shouts to Liberty for covering plus 16. <laughs> That's a good pick. So unless you were fading us and you were just loving your picks over the weekend, it was just chaos. Um, I think the Cardinals Raiders game has got to be a starting point. Uh, it, it led to the most chatter in our group text. It looked like Cliff Kingsbury was going to be the name 
on everybody's hit list for every college job the rest of this season if they would have lost this game. Kyler looked dejected. It just looked like a team that hadn't it just looked they looked like crap. Terrible um, first half. Say it one more time. Terrible first half. Oh yeah. Somehow they crept back in it and I don't remember the circumstances or the situation specifically, but I know that they were looking to tie the game up. Um, and they had what nine plays inside the 10 yard inside the 10 given a penalty situation. And it took them until that second fourth and goal from like the five for Kyler, just to basically say F it quarterback draw, run it in and line back up for the two point conversion. And about as good as you can thread a needle, he fucking lasered it through, directed A.J. Green back across the middle, gets a two-point conversion to tie up the game, and they go to overtime. You're like, holy shit. All of a sudden, Cliff's not going to be fired. And again, it looked like they are going to lose, and they pulled it out. Was it the touchdown right before that two-point conversion where he dropped back and had like 45 seconds back there? He was just like, I mean – the line was protecting him very well. He was just kind of bouncing around in the backfield. And then he's very slippery back there. And then he kind of squirted out and, and, and ran. I <laughs> say so like, he's like such a tiny guy. He squirted out and uh, <laughs> he snuck in, he ran it in on the left side. Uh, I think that was mm-hmm. the plan I'm thinking of. Yes. My yeah. gosh. He's, he's not sustainable. Right. Why you say that? <laughs> because he's, he's at his, lad. he's at his best when the play's broken down. And he does improvise quite well, better than probably anybody. Like but, Wayne Brady level? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. He you does familiar with this? He does improv, yeah. Whose line is it anyway? <laughs> uh, that being said, I just feel like that's not good for long term. I mean, at some point he slows down. He's got to be a pocket passer. He's a short lad, as you noted. He's a little fella. I don't know. It just that it looks like I don't think he's that well liked by the team. Um, he got paid. That seems kind of obvious at this point. Yeah, and it's just it just doesn't seem like this is sustainable. I don't think the Cardinals are like a. I don't think they're a playoff team. You see, he got he got smacked. He got slapped. No. Yeah. So oh, high five. He was cele- on the celebrating way. after the after the game. And then he he went to like the front row of the stands in some I think he was a Cardinals fan even just it didn't seem like like it was you know intentionally malicious but uh, he got some he got pawed basically this dude put his big old mitt on his face kind of smacked him a little bit he got very upset and started to uh, get into a little little scuffle you didn't see this. I really did not see this. It's all over the TL, man. It really wasn't that bad. If you there's a a slow like a slowed down version of the video, and the dude just kind of kind of grazes him with his palm, but he he took it like he got smacked real hard and went at this guy anyway. Hmm. Yeah, it uh, it was best summed up, I believe, by Trill Withers, not the slap, but the uh, touchdown Dylan was describing. Uh, he said, "Kyler be scampering," and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where else I would use that word if not for like red lobster shrimp situation, but scampering definitely applied well. Scampering. We're not doing that, David. No, I think we are. (laughs) Of course, he's making a a shrimp scampi play there. 
Right. I played that card. You get yeah. one a week. Which is what he ate a lot of in the, when he was back in the old country. When I was at Olive Garden with you a few weeks ago. <laughs> Olive Garden. Shout out to Brando. <laughs> yeah. Great last last meal at the at the company. It was. Uh, how about um, Joe Flacco, KJ? I jokingly brought up Joe Flacco last week saying nobody cared about Joe Flacco, including me. And I don't really care about the Jets or the Browns, but uh, they were down 13 with a minute and 55 to go uh, against the Browns. By all accounts, the Browns were about to be 2-0. and Doing quite well without uh, uh, Deshaun Watson. And... Then they stopped covering Garrett Wilson, first round draft pick out of Ohio State. And Joe Flacco made it happen. They got the onside kick and they scored relatively easy after that as well. Uh, and they went for two or no, they just needed to go for one. They were only down 13. So yeah, they hit the extra point and ended up winning. Being down 13, 99.9% chance to lose. Did you see the pregame festivities in Cleveland with the tailgate scene? I saw one image that unfortunately got out. You want to describe it? Dave? Give me your knee-jerk reaction. Oh wow! <laughs> Just give me your first take. Oh wow! That that that's my initial reaction. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they went there. It's bad. You would go ahead and describe it. People probably don't know what you're talking about. A mannequin on a table. Sure. It was supposed to be a massage table. It was uh, visibly aroused. So, you know, we're just making light of the There's a uh, towel over the allegations a against towel the quarterback. over the erection. Really funny. And it said like it said um happy endings are not illegal. Uh, okay. A more to it than that. I mean, yeah, like wasn't that an actual Mark. line from his his attorney, by the way? I believe. I think that was that, that was said, and I don't remember the context if that was a deposition, I I don't remember or if he was just speaking to the media, but KJ thoughts Trash fan base or nah? Uh, relative to the state they're in, it's about what you'd expect. That's really um, <laughs> Two through six touchdowns. Yeah, he's on my bench. <laughs> no, Pretty he cool. was not. Was he on your bench for real? Yeah, I had, I've got Jalen and Tua. I went with Jalen. Okay. Who, who played well. That being said, yeah. he did not throw six touchdowns. That was uh that was as bizarre as as bizarre as the Cardinals game was. This was every bit, I think, just because you turn everybody turned it off. It was like, oh, dude, Baltimore, they're really good. Dolphins, they're fine. First year head coach, and he's Mike McDaniel, and he's whatever. Uh, but that was just a weird comeback. It turns out that um, the cheetah Tyree Kill can can get so open because he's so fast that even when Tua underthrows him by five yards. He still has plenty of space to make the catch. <laughs> How do you let him? I did pass. watch. I watched the end of that pass just to see if he was going to be underthrown to see if Dylan was going <laughs> to highlight it. And, he, he very and clearly he underthrew him by a lot on the, his the really long touchdown pass, but he was so open that it didn't matter. He like came back to it and still caught it. I like what's that defense called, KJ? You played defense famously. Uh, when you just <laughs> the best player on the other team, you just let him get behind you. What is that called? That's your man. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at somebody else and you say, that that's your guy <laughs> it usually is an immediate you're yelling at some other db when you know damn well that was your fault i thought i thought you had over the top you throw your hands <laughs> up yeah you put your arms like come on man <laughs> you got that's you dog white furry guy dot meme <laughs> yeah or whatever that little creature is <laughs> oh man 
I guess the well, now I was gonna say now that that's done, and Jalen Waddle, shout out to him. He had a fucking monster day too. Yeah, he did. I wanted to clear the floor for uh, King Cooper Rush talk by the two of you. Two and zero, Dylan. He is a very suitable backup quarterback. Undefeated as a starter. Undefeated as a starter, as Dave points out. Two wins against Minnesota Vikings last season and the team that was in the Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Bengals this yes. season. Sustainable or no? He uh, Sustainable uh, as a backup. He's, he's a, a great plug-in guy to get you through a few games. He's doing an excellent job. How about five games? They're going to drop a couple of those games. Okay. They're going to drop a couple. I don't even know who's on the schedule the next five games. They're going to drop a couple, and that's fine. He's not expected to win five games. Don't need him to win five games. But Dak's not looking. I know he didn't play a full game. He's got less than a game under his belt. Didn't look great. Didn't look better than Cooper Rush. Whoa, whoa. You uh, implying a quarterback controversy? No, I'm not. You don't give a guy all that money and, and, uh, you know, Leave it up to there's no there's no controversy. I'm just saying the controversy. offense. The offense. Um, it looks okay. Kellen Moore had a great first half. Calling plays. Second half. I I think I texted this to y'all. I texted it to some group where I was just bitching. I was like, oh, he's gonna lose this game for us. <laughs> Didn't love the second half. I'm loving the defense. We know Micah Parsons. He is that guy. He's a real guy. Um. I got, why is his name slip? slip? Marcus Lawrence. No. Okay. The, um, the defensive LVE back. actually had a Number decent seven, day. Defensive back. My guy. He's my guy. Oh, uh, Trayvon. Trayvon. Trayvon Diggs. Uh, he's making open field tackles. Don't You're, that we didn't see that last. Did year. that make you nervous when you saw yes. him? Uh, yeah, me too. Not known for his tackling yet. The, the Diggs brothers be. had quite the the weekend, or I guess one of those <laughs> Monday night. Quite the week. Quite the football week for the Diggs brothers. Good. Family. He looks great. The defense looks really, really good. I'm, I'm hopeful. Micah Parsons on the short list for uh, Calder Trophy, or uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's a callback to previously. Yeah. Um, no, he's he's as good as anybody on that side of the ball, right? I mean, and it's weird because he's well, I know he's in great shape and he's a a man of some size, he just looks so much smaller than the guys he's going up against. And I know edge rushers aren't super bulky, but it's just crazy how much power he has. He's awesome. It seemed, it it was weird. And I think it was just because every time he was out of play, they went to a close-up shot of him on the sideline. And he wasn't like sucking oxygen or just like looking gassed or anything like that. But it seemed like there was a disproportionate amount of shots of Micah Parsons on the sideline, likely after a sack or a big play. But it was like, okay, I get it. He's not in. There he is on the sideline. Like they kept going back to him so many times during that production. It just seemed a little bit odd. It I has think, nothing to do with the game or his play, but it just seemed like they were, I don't know. It was a lot. Well, I I'm, think the reason they did that, KJ, is because if they showed the field, it would blind the viewer's eyes due to the <laughs> glaring sun. In that stupid stadium, <laughs> which actually does, if you're watching on a good TV, it is hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Games look weird in that stadium, and in uh, I think I've gotten used to the the Rams' new stadium. 
but it took a minute for some reason, even like the Viking stadium where they have a similar, a lot of natural light situation. Like it looks, it looks normal. The Cowboys, it always looks like they built a stadium inside of a shopping mall. And I'm just like, all right, well, let's just go with this. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad they won. I'm, I'm just like constantly pessimistic about the Cowboys. And I try to like, as you should be, because you're smart, enjoy that without being a hater. Like, I'm just glad that they're in a position where they have so many excuses. You can have a left tackle out, quarterback out, and they're still finding a way to win. Whereas usually they would end the season with those excuses and never get any better for it. So the decision to keep Cooper and I don't know, not try to at least say we're going to go look who's available. Maybe it was the right one. Uh, Unlike, uh, what the Niners did. They're like, Hey, we want to get rid of fucking Garoppolo. Turns out they're glad that they couldn't because <laughs> Trey Lance is out for the year. That's and they bar. quickly were like, yeah, we got to get a third guy in here. So, um, uh, they kind of backed into success. Yeah. Was, I didn't see that injury. Was it, was it gruesome? Yeah. Uh, he fell on his ankle, but it wasn't like, it wasn't a forceful, like, somebody diving into his leg type of thing. He just kind of got crumpled up a little bit. It wasn't a got to hope it's just a cramp situation. You're talking about Trey Lance, right? Yeah. Gruesome. And then Mm -hmm. his foot was turned the wrong way. Yeah. Oh, it was like, he's done, done. Yeah. Yeah. I knew he was done. I didn't know if it was like a Dak style. Yeah, it was. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeesh. Um, KJ, you mentioned a shopping mall. I was wondering if like, I think it would be better if the Cowboys did build their stadium inside the parks mall. Also in Arlington. Shout out to the park. Maybe that's the one that's coming to mind. Yeah. A lot of people would want like North Park. No, go, let's go parks right there. They've got an ice rink. We can turn that into a field. Mm -hmm. You ever been to the parks mall? That's a a mall atmosphere is how I describe with the Texans play. Was it it's Reliant NRG? Is that what it's called now? That's how that that's that stadium feels to me. I've heard that about another Allegiant. Feels like there's a food court and like a skating rink. You know, real close. <laughs> but what we've got, not only do we have, um, you know, windows that we don't put curtains in front of, we also have two other things. We have artwork and we have a low scoreboard. That you can hit with the video when you punt. Right, which has been hit through well, two through two games two times. Allegedly. We don't know about the second one. That was a weird. That was weird. It clearly did hit it, right? Yeah, uh, I would say if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm optimistic about the fact that you just won a game that you were chalking up as a loss, even with Dak there and maybe with Tyron. Not chalking up as a loss, but like you would have been comfortable with the loss with Tyron Smith there and Dak there. Um, And, you know, you found out a way to get a win there. You've got a lot of division games coming up. Now your only concern is like, are we better than the Giants who figured out how to run the ball and have a healthy Saquon? I don't know what to make of the commanders and you just hope to kind of keep pace with the Eagles because I'm a believer. Yeah. It does make you feel a little better that Tampa Bay's defense um, looks good. Was really, really, really good again. I know they're playing uh Narlins, but was uh they're really, really good. And I think they might be the best team in the NFC. Hot. So Tampa that's a signed? really hot take. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Did y'all see who Tampa signed? No. 
Cole Beasley. <laughs> Is he on that ESPN TV 12 World. bullshit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but ESPN did write the uh, little headline that, um, see, I even did it inadvertently there. Shorthanded uh, Bucks signed Beasley to the wide receiver staff. And I'm like, okay, that's notably, intentional. Notably not tall. Why is it? Oh, is it God? Is God went out for an extended amount of time? I think he's got a hamstring issue lingering. Uh, you've also have um, Mike Evans suspended for beating uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Hey, this past game. Good football fight right there. That was a good little scrap. That was, you know, you like to see it. I mean, I guess you don't, but, I, you know, you do. Tom Brady even getting in there. I wonder what happens if somebody puts their hands on Brady. Um. We get what Trask, Kyle Trask's show. <laughs> exactly, it's not great. Anything <laughs> else on the NFL? Now let's do a little college. Should be a quickie. Let's talk college football. You want to do Vizzy, Dylan? You want to uh, do? Yeah, let's do Vizzy. Do Vizzy, Dylan. You want me to do Vizzy, Davey? Well, I, I'll tell you this right now: summer's phased out, and it's time for something fresh during the season of change. Well. You know, after summer vibes, tailgate vibes began. I've been saying that. Yeah, and if you like summer vibes, it's still like 98 here. That's true, so too. So you could just, you know, but that's not like that. It's not like this everywhere. But catch me tailgating with a Vizzy in hand, especially those earlier kickoffs. You get out there with those mimosas. I want to go up there with KJ and Madison and tailgate and drink Vizzies. I will be doing that this Saturday. Sweet neighborhood tailgate him. action for Wisconsin, Ohio State, bringing the Vizzies. Pretty interesting that he has not invited us, but um, that's fine. Um, whether you're cozying up for cuffing season or hosting a tailgate that will be the envy of the lot, pass the vibe check with a case of bold, delicious, Vizzy hard seltzer. What are you What are you guys drinking on these? Are you still on the lemonade? Are you doing the mimosa? I can't get off the lemonades if I'm being just totally honest with everybody here. I like all the lemonade flavors. Yeah, I'm a fan. It's my. It's probably my favorite. Although I have been, I have been d digging on the uh, mimosa, the pineapple orange, the peach orange. Both very, very good. And you can get that variety pack, that Vizzy variety pack, for a cornucopia of flavors. How about that? Strawberry kiwi, blueberry pomegranate, black cherry lime, pineapple mango. Phenomenal. Vizzy Hard Seltzer flavors for every vibe. Stock up on Vizzy Hard Seltzer and show some love for the show. Here's how to get yours. Go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed to find Vizzy near you. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. And to hear first about the latest flavor drops and more, sign up at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. Must be 21 or older. And remember, celebrate responsibly. Molson Coors Beverage Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You hear that? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah, we know, man. We get <laughs> it, dude. You branched out. I drove I I drove by the uh, factory this weekend. Uh quick aside, Milwaukee's got some uh pretty tight little uh brunch brunch area situation going on in third ward. Uh if ever you get I won't say get stuck, you get a little wild hair and you want to go visit a cool town. It was hard to put a finger on. It's like a little bit of Fort Worth, a little bit of Austin vibe, a little bit of San Antonio. They've got river cutting through town. Nice little experience. I've heard nothing but lake, good so. things. You know, I, I won't vouch for the whole city, but you can definitely stitch together a nice little two days. All right. Let's talk college football. Where do we begin? Well, this first note here, 
Ohio State and Georgia versus the field, implying these uh, are a, a couple of pretty good programs, Dave. A lot of people are saying that. Yeah. <laughs> before we before we dive into that, and I know I threw that note on there. What once you were able to figure out how to be a slinger and watch your team play UTSA, uh-huh. there was a little bit of chatter in the group chat. I didn't see anything official, but uh, we were under the impression Quinn was supposed to be out and gone for a long time. you have any other reports to provide here? Yeah, so Quinn, yours, uh, I, I saw predictions anywhere from two to three weeks. This is him being out up to like four to six. Um, and then rumors going around that maybe he'd be available much sooner. Did not expect to see him on the field before the game against UTSA warming up. Throwing the ball around a little bit. He wasn't like letting it loose or anything, but he was throwing the ball around a little bit and even more surprised to see him actually suit up for the game. Now, mm. you could theorize that maybe uh, Sarkeesian was trying to throw future opponents off a little bit. Make, like, I don't know who to prepare for, Quinn or Hudson Card. That's That makes a lot of sense. Um, Sark's presser yesterday, he said that all quarterbacks are a full go in practice. I don't know what exactly that means. I don't know if he's going to be playing this weekend against Texas Tech, but I do expect him at, at the very least to be back by Oklahoma, Oof. which is mm. two weeks from this weekend. That's juicy. Yeah. Um, he'll probably be back by West Virginia, which is next week. There's, I think if I had to guess, I'd say he's like an emergency option this weekend. If card goes down or maybe – they look like shit, and they're down twenty. Let's get to see what he can do. I don't know, something like that. Um, good news is, it looks like he's way ahead of schedule, you know, compared to uh, or when you know, considering kind of initial reports. So that's that's great. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. My thought is, and I don't know the extent of that injury. I know it was just a sprain. It wasn't a break, right? So SC joint sprain, which is kind of where the collarbone meets the uh rib cage kind of like right here yeah it's just like do you want to risk your program defining quarterback yeah. you know before you go to the sec i don't know i mean yeah because one bad hit he's out for the year and that's always the case at that position but it's just like you'd be looking really bad if he went out there against tech and and hudson card is not not getting you to a, a big 12 championship he's I think just not he's, i think he's good enough to compete with tech and uh beat west virginia yeah, I don't think and West tech with the backup. I should, you know, that's yep. worth noting. You tech don't want to try to good point against Oklahoma, though. No, did Major Applewhite ever beat OU? He did, right? As a backup, I think so. Yeah. Okay, just think, think of so. te- Texas. It feels like that. Like the Texas folk story would be like Hudson Card goes out there and everybody's kind of meh on him, and he beats OU. I don't know. I just yeah. don't. I, I I did like watching him. That you know, the limited time we got, I was like, oh, dude, this is. I'm not even a Texas fan, but this is going to be fun because he's he's sick, way man. better he's, than I thought he was going to be. He's he's good. I mean, he's doing that 130 yards in the first quarter against Alabama. That dude is good. Yeah, UTSA Our, though. Shout out to their fans. They were uh, quite boisterous uh, on West Sixth as I was out watching the Golovkin Canelo fight. I actually I have a uh, <clears throat> he'll remain anonymous. I have a contact. It's he's actually a, a scout uh, for an NFL franchise, and he. According to him, he can really spin it. So, yeah. This is pretty cool inside information. I know, I know. You I don't know. get this from a lot of other pods, KJ. I know. But again, I won't reveal who my source is, so please don't ask me. 
Okay. Please don't uh, ask him. I guess one last question on Quinn is, uh, are the rumors true that before the game he was seen, I, I think, like you said, doing some warm-ups, you know, kind of staying engaged. Was he also, like, going through, like, pretending to call plays in the huddle and going to the line and checking at the line and calling audibles and then going through his dropbacks? Was, he, that was he him was, too, right? Yeah, he was also recording really, really uh, corny and insufferable TikToks after TikToks. the game. <laughs> Russ got that dub, though. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> it was a really bad game. <laughs> Who cares? Broncos are not fun right now. Sorry to all our friends in Denver. Not a fun okay. time. <clears throat> Let me hit these uh, next couple real quick. So Ohio State and Georgia. Ohio State put up the most points by any team in any game, I believe, since like 1950-something, maybe further. Uh, 77 points. Doesn't matter who it was against, but they can still score. Georgia still remains a mystery how they weren't number one coming out of the gate because they're for real. Some polls still have Alabama ahead of Ohio State. Doesn't make sense, but whatever. Also, it makes sense that the coaches poll has Michigan State, who lost by a lot to Oregon, ahead of Oregon. But I digress. My question is, if you were given, uh, I don't know what the odds are, you take an Ohio State or in Georgia, to win the national championship as of today or the field. Mind you, the field includes Alabama. I'm mashing that button. I've probably taken taken one of those two teams. I'm really yeah. I, this take is hot, but I really like Georgia. I don't know who's gonna beat Georgia. That that team is absolutely loaded and just firing on all cylinders right now. Can a Kentucky or a Team that was recently put on might be really good watch by Brett Ole Miss. Um, I don't know what the schedules look like, but could they compete with the Georgia? I don't think I don't think Alabama can compete with Georgia. I think I think one of those two teams I just named might be better than Alabama. Than Alabama? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I've been wrong about pretty every pretty much every take this season. <laughs> um, yeah, and and KJ to clarify, it was Washington, Washington that took down Michigan State. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oregon yeah, did Oregon. take I'm down sorry. BYU, and I I said that was going to be the death. There, sorry, the end of Bo Nix, the Bo Nix era. He was really good. He was awesome. <laughs> Just they demolished BYU, well. a good BYU team. So I don't know. I don't know anymore, man. I'm I'm not good at this. I sat there and had my next note lined up because I was going to stitch those two together because Washington, led by real big Michael Penix, former Indiana University quarterback, who if you recall. <laughs> as a freshman, beat Ohio State at home uh, with like a controversial goal line uh, pylon dive. Um, and maybe it was Penn State and not Ohio State. But either way, he's got some big wins on his belt. Transferred to Washington. Washington's 3-0. and um, I'm not here to say they're going to compete like at a national level, but it will keep it. I think it keeps the Pac-12 interesting enough. Uh, USC is going to need somebody with a good record. They're going to need a fight to keep their, you know, playoff hopes alive or vice versa. After Oregon dropped that game early, you need a team like uh, Washington to keep running the table. Keep an eye on Oregon state. That's a team that's dude. Oregon state's good. Oregon state can compete. They've got, they've got USC here in, Oh, that's this weekend. USC, Oregon state's a big game. I've been all over USC. No one else has. 
but they've got a lot. They've got a lot of good uh, players at the skill positions, um, famously. But watch out for that. I think that defense can be had a little bit, but the offense is the defense is very sus. Yeah, as the kids say. Um, also, watch out for Herm Edwards coming to a uh, broadcast near you. <laughs> got to let that man at least walk off the field. Why did they do that? Go. I don't know. You never, you never, when you're walking off the field after an L, you never want to see the athletic director and the school president waiting for you in the end zone as, yeah. a, as a, a sheriff escorts you right into their, their arms. <laughs> it's never a good thing. That's embarrassing. That's rough. Yeah. That's, that might be better? worse than the, uh, that, that might be worse than getting left at the tarmac. That's worse than Lillian Kiffin, I think. Like the earlier that you're told, like if you're told at halftime, yeah. you know, that takes the cake. But like the earlier, Towards like that game defining loss that you're told, and by all means, Lane Kiffin getting left at the tarmac by USC was kind of the line of demarcation. I think this sets the like. At least let him go in the locker room. (laughs) I didn't realize. I didn't realize how insane the uh, Herm Edwards tenure has been at Arizona State. But how insane has it been? I haven't been paying much attention. They've just been terrible. Oh, there's uh, been some, years. Uh, some some violations, no? Correct. Okay. I don't know. Got but it? he's really good on TV, or he's okay on TV. He's good for a soundbite every every year. You play to win the game. That's true, man. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last uh, notes for me. Uh, Iron Skillet Week. I'm not here to break down TCU, SMU, or SMU and TCU, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter. SMU will win. Again, probably should have beat Maryland if we'd taken advantage of our opportunities. That's for another day. What I do have a problem is, let's say you're a coach who helped build SMU's recruitment pipeline. You undercut that when you left to take a job at TCU by having all of your commitments coordinate like with their decommitments publicly. And then you go on to leave TCU for a job with the Rams. Mind you, you're doing kind of a shitty job because they're not running the ball well. And you post its iron skillet week with the purple horn frog. Stay in your lane, bro. Stay in your lane. Uh, do you want to name drop that man who we tried to get on this pod as a guest who did not respond to my DM? Yeah, well, good for the best. That's that is kind of sorry. It's I didn't realize he, he could posted. just say iron skillet week. He didn't need to throw the purple horn frog emoji, a place where he was employed for no more than 40 days. If that. Yeah. Youngest and you running say, back coach in the NFL history, though. So, yeah, Cam Akers is like thirty-two yards in Week One. Really is excited about it. Uh, like you probably have recruits who committed to you at both schools. There's no reason to throw that out. Um, so whatever. I'm excited about this week. It looks to be uh, setting some uh, attendance records for that rivalry, which in the past, like I don't know what year it was, but there's. Uh, SMU TCU game where at Ford Stadium they probably hit like 45, 46,000, which isn't a ton. But at the start of the game, there were like 20. At halftime when SMU was leading, there were like 30, 35. And then people kept showing up and filling up, filling up the stands. It just was a wild scene because SMU is going to upset uh just after Ladanian Tomlinson good TCU. Uh Chris Beard. You want to speak to uh, your football coach being like getting advice from fucking Chris Beard on how to handle Lubbock? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what, what the heck's going on there. If there was actually like 
I mean, surely they talked, but it wasn't like he's like, all right, what, what, what do I expect when I go there? I know it's, just, <laughs> I know it's Sarkeesian's first time going to Lubbock. Um, yeah, maybe he had a, a little something to say to him about just the environment to expect and all that. But I don't think I think that's just for, you know, a blurb here. You know, it's there's nothing to that. I don't it's a basketball coach, first of all. Yeah, very different sport. It's a basketball. <laughs> one's indoors, one's outdoors. That's that's very true, Dave. Um, Sarkeesian, who like came from Alabama, has also coached in the NFL. Yeah, like he's going to be intimidated by. Uh, yeah, the, the environment's going to be like it's going to be just fine. I mean, t- you guys have clearly never been to Lubbock. Tor- do they still do tortillas there, KJ? <laughs> I saw some recently. One thousand percent. Okay. Good. It's, uh, you know, it's a bit, and it's it's, it's lasted this long. It's it's fun. It's a fun one, and you know they're pretty harmless. You get hit by a tortilla. It's like, oh, okay. What if he hit Kyler with a tortilla? How would he react? Kyler, <laughs> he's coming at you. He for some reason he's out there, not good. Uh, he, he's hoping you cut a hole in the middle so he can crawl out from underneath it first, <laughs> and then he was not gonna be angry. <laughs> wow, the short. That's a short joke. Don't do short kings like that, man. Oh, I'm right here. I'm sorry, Kyler. <laughs> uh. Hey, do you think any SMU frat dudes will say any regrettable things to Sonny Dykes? 1,000%. That's As gonna, they should. The crowd shots are going to be pretty legendary. Hey, this is uh, the last time, most likely, that Texas will travel to Lubbock for football. That stinks. It and also, stink. And also, Bedlam is Bedlam is away. apparently, they're not, they have no interest in scheduling each other. Which I guess there's, what? you know... Yeah. yeah, Bellum is is going to be no more, unfortunately. Which, that's dumb. I know I know it's like historically lopsided, but uh it was either 2009 or 2010 I went to uh Bedlam in Stillwater. And it was the loudest, the most fun game I've ever most college most fun college game I've ever been a part of. And that sucks cuz that's a lot of times dude, I mean, OSU's competitive program in the Big 12. They're so really good this year actually. Yeah. So I, that that stinks if this is the last time we see that. It's Bedlam, man. Yeah. There was also, um, was it Alabama OU that was supposed to happen in 2024 that they had they were asked to cancel? Georgia, I think, had the home and home. Yeah, Georgia OU. Now Georgia SMU OU. Okay, OU. thank you. Which, of course, is leading people to believe that there will be a, um, an OU Texas move to the SEC that year. So... Next year could be the last year that Texas and OU are playing in the Big 12. Well, 2023 is the year I believe that BYU is planning their move. Like that's okay. when, because they have no conference, they had no conference like obligations. So I think there's a lot of efforts to align with that movement. Otherwise, you're going to have a weird year where BYU joins the Big 12 and then with Texas and OU and then a year. Like, and then another year where they all shift out. Like, I think Cincinnati and all of the AAC teams got approval to move next year. So it's going to look like a cluster. Enjoy whatever you expect, like, as tradition this year. Because by the end of this year, you know, who knows? Even, you know, not to belabor this, but, like, for the SEC, we talked about the schedules, who's on Georgia's schedule this year. Like, I think I saw a graphic. Like, they don't play Alabama. They don't play LSU. They don't play... Ole Miss this year during the regular season, which when you have 16 teams, it's just going to happen that way. Now that you're going to have what 18 and eventually maybe more like it's going to be weird talking about the strength of your conference when you don't play the strength of your conference and you can't 
you know, because it's so, it's so big. So it's going to be, we're going to, we're going to see a lot change in that regard. Okay. Let's party. Let's party. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about sports party at the same damn time. If I may, can I lead off with uh, an ode to Triple G, Gennady Golovkin? Lost a tough one to Canelo, trilogy fight. Um, It wasn't particularly close. He's 40 years old. Canelo's significantly younger in his prime. It went about the way that I think people thought it would. Lost a decision. Uh, Sucks, but because most people think Triple G got robbed of at least one of the first two fights. I'm one of those people. Um, So in reality, it should be he won one, lost two, or maybe won one, split one, lost one. Doesn't matter. Sucks, but I think real ones know. Real ones know. Love Triple G. I like Canelo too, but always been a Triple G guy. He says he's not retiring. I kind of kind of wish he would. Don't want to see him bounce around and he just he doesn't have the stamina to, to throw the hands for, for 12 rounds. But Jake Paul fight. Go ahead. Get a triple G Jake Paul fight. If that happens. If that happens, that might be enough for me to never watch combat sports in any any category ever again. We think Anderson Silva can win that Jake Paul fight. Absolutely, oh he better man. Anderson Silva's Anderson Silva is one of the best strikers of all time, and he's still he's still piecing dudes up at whatever forty seven or whatever he is. Is he that old? He's in his forties. <laughs> okay, and it, and the best at avoiding contact. I mean, I feel like him and May, Mayweather were always like the excitement killers when you watch them you're like yeah they just never get touched and he, anderson was great at that <laughs> great showman too great showman that'll be a fun I will, I will actually watch that fight um potentially illegally anyway very cool are what you excited for uh four days of real simple easy to follow and like real basic president's cup golf man this it's teed up for you man just as a fellow <laughs> dimple head like I can't wait to be texting with you about the president's cup. Be like, oh, is this couples day? Is this the uh, three legged race? Which, which, it's not the three legged race. Which event race. are they complete competing today? The de- I'm p- potato sack race. <laughs> you know, Z just going to lose that. He's not even going to fucking participate. Like, nah, I'm which, not fucking putting on a potato sack. Stupid question alert. Live guys, are they? No. Okay. They're not? Nope. No. PJ sanctioned event. No live. That why that's why the uh, international team is quite depleted. That's good for Bryson though, because there will in fact be uh, security ropes at this uh, yeah. event. So <laughs> you hate you hate to see him get taken out again. What the fuck, guys? What the fuck, guys? <laughs> oh my I god! I can't see right now. Yeah, you can. You probably can. Maybe you should have just ducked. Grab the rope, like <laughs> or any normal. You're person. fucking six, like one. Step over it. <laughs> <laughs> what a charge. Oh, man. Okay, quick pop quiz. Playoff baseball's two weeks out. Can we name three teams that are already clinched or in contention to clinch? Houston Astros. The hated Astros. Are in. That's the same team. The Angels are out. The New York York baseball Yankees are potentially in. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I'm, have the yet, Dodgers have yet to in. clinch. They were on the slide last time I was really following. Aaron Judge. Have yet not. to clinch. Aaron Judge having a season. 
He's flirting with the triple okay. crown, Dave. Mm. You hear about the one more crown? name? Did you say the Dodgers already? I think they're in. I don't know for sure. They're really good. The other team, KJ, is? A uh, great man said, I wish we knew. Okay. You really don't even know? <laughs> we, you know, we should we should make an attempt to do some baseball. I will, I will uh, watch Mariners, baseball. Here you go. I'm very here interested Dodgers, in the Astros. Verlander's Astros. been awesome. Dodgers, Astros, Mets have all clinched. The Braves are likely next to clinch. The Yankees right behind them. Uh, Braves, Padres, Cardinals, Phillies, Rays. And then uh, you also have the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians. Cleveland Commanders (laughs) is somehow better than... I paused because I was going to say commanders. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. Uh, Mariners (laughs) and uh, the Blue Jays all look to be uh, in contention. Very cool. There you have it. Went from uh, watch some baseball. Dimple heads to seam heads real quick. It's really just me trying to like get myself excited to watch some baseball because I'm going to be all in in like four weeks and actually care about some dumb like ground rule, double rule, or some bullshit in a game that's actually compelling. So I'm just trying to like uh, get a little a little warm up. Okay. Dylan, shall we? Would you care to run it back? It is time to run it back. This segment during which we talk about what we already talked why, about. Why did Christopher Walken combine with the uh, movie phone guy from the 90s that you would call to find out movie times? Just why don't you just tell on. me the name of the movie you want to watch? Well, tell me the name Bruce, of the movie. Bruce Buffer. <laughs> We don't think it's a boob season in Lubbock, but we're really not sure. The Golden Knights are looking strong. The Stone Man is back. Huge. Rhett remembers the fappening quite well. Kyler Murray is pretty small for an NFL quarterback. Jeez. Cole Beasley, now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, is also fairly short. Quinn Ewers, who can really spin it, might be back for the Tech game. Kyler Murray, again, really small, can fit under a tortilla. (laughs) A lot of the, the theme of today has been the short kings playing professional sports really well. You know, let me just say that the tortilla line might be the funniest thing that's ever been said on this podcast. Really? I can't get past thinking about him like poking just a little clawing hole his like, way out. Like Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura 2 pull himself out of the rhino's ass. Like a prairie dog, just like he just pulls himself through the tortilla. <laughs> that concludes Run It Back. Fun. Can day. I um Affix the sports party real quick by saying congrats to the first professional team to win a championship in the city of Las Vegas. The Aces, Becky Hammond, Shouts, Kelsey Plum. Obviously always been a fan. Uh, won WNBA title. I know you were Very all worried cool. about it. Also, shout out to the four Aces on the Live Tour. He had another team victory. <laughs> That's big. The legacy they're building. All right, that was fun. We will see y'all Thursday again. Pa- apologies for the uh, delay scheduling. Conflicts, yeah, that's on me. But it's okay. Um, we will be back Thursday live stream with a special guest picking game six thirty central on Too Much Dip YouTube. Bye bye. I want my bye. chips with the dip. That's all I bye. know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.